The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So how was the walking? What did you notice? What, what did you experience? How was it for you? And one of the things about this week is that sharing is a big part of it. Um, and sometimes it can seem like, you know, what I have to say might not be, like, very worthy or, I don't know, something like that. Um, but uh, think of it as an offering to the group because it, it, uh, it allows... Um, it allows others to hear what what somebody else is going through, and um, you know it really it really begins to create this connection of community. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I tried to as an exercise try to be mindful of as many different perception sources at the same time as I could. And uh, since I was drinking tea, I added that as well. And After a very short time, I found that unpleasant internal sensations were also noticed. Unpleasant <coughs> internal internal sensations. Uh-huh. Yeah, a recollection, a reminder of something. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. A story, uh, something from the past, or an anxiety about the future, and that kind of sucked away all of these. Uh, for temporarily, it sucked away the um, perceptions that were I was trying to pay attention to. Uh huh. And I tend to focus on my hearing because that's the weakest. So, but as soon as these unpleasant other things came along, uh, I lost it. And for, and and I guess uh, perhaps that's the uh, f- um, purpose. One of the purposes of what you're asking us to do is to try to avoid getting sucked into the past or, or future by doing this sort of thing is that correct certainly certainly the the practices support our um, um, being aware of just exactly what's happening in the moment without getting caught by what goes on and it seems helpful especially at the beginning to have that uh, focus be on some very tangible areas such as sight sound body movements contact um Another another thing that we can notice, I mean, it sounds like you did start to notice. Did you notice kind of the beginning of those, like a thought arising? Uh-huh. And so, you know, another thing that we can begin to include is like what was going on is that the, the mindfulness was studying on all of these other experiences. And because of that studying of mindfulness, you were able to see the arising of an unpleasant thought. And so that, we could also then at that moment just go, oh, uh, you know, thought is going on right now. The, the, that, that tends to be um, 
it can be a little harder to actually connect to those as just also phenomenon. And so that's why starting with, especially in the walking, just the external things can, can help us to steady. But then we can also start to include the internal things as well. It's like, oh, thought is arising. And then the thought arises, and if we, if we can be aware that a thought is arising as a thought, it may not have as much capacity to catch us. So if you just noticed that thought and then immediately got pulled into it... Not always did I notice it right away. Not always did you notice it right away. Yeah, I mean, that's, and that partly this practice of attending to these various areas kind of can highlight where we get lost. And this is a, this is a kind of a recurring theme during the week to begin to recognize what is it that takes us away? You know, what is it that... What are the threads that that pull us out of the present moment, there probably are going to be some familiar ones. So you were noticing that these unpleasant thoughts being a kind of a key place. And then when you notice, you know, so the practice here is you notice, oh, I've been caught in that moment. The, um, the practice would be, okay, can I let go of that and come back to something else that's happening in the present moment, such as sight, sound body moving. And that will support a gentle releasing from those, in, those tendencies to, to be lost. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Um, so I had greed come up at the beginning of the walk. I, I wanted some coffee, so I walked to Pete's. <laughs> and I noticed sort of greed there, changing the pace a little bit. Like, when I started out, it was a nice, easy pace, and then I got about, like, to the lights, and I says, well, if I'm going to get back, I need to pick my pace up. <laughs> so, thinking, you know, arose, um, and um, I noticed, I, I went by some roses, I had smell arise, you know, I started, felt like I wanted more of the, all the sense doors to be available. So uh-huh. I felt a little restricted with just four. You know, there was this part of the, the more greed coming up. You know? Well, so another piece around this is, again, you know, as I said, you know, while you're seeing, you're going to notice other things. And so it's not that we have to restrict ourselves from smelling and not that we have to restrict ourselves from experiencing thoughts. In fact, the kind of... But, but this tool helps to kind of highlight, oh, yeah, you know, you're present. You're present. You're walking. You're present for the seeing. And because you're present, you're there for the smelling, yeah. I found it. I, I do. I think that's so helpful to have the flow. You know, I noticed there was much less papancha arising, you know, uh, lost in thought when I was moving between, you know, between yeah. relatively yes. quickly. Yeah. Not, you know, not. And then I, I, when I got down where the shops are, I started seeing judging arise. Seeing's very tricky. Seeing seems to be where most of my judgment arises, you know. Not so much hearing, uh-huh. you know, unless somebody's leaning on the horn, uh-huh. you know, but it's like that's where I, I saw myself kind of really go easily get lost. And that's great to start to see that, you know, to see, you know, you know, the simple exercise really points that out, you know, that yeah, this is an area where I tend to get caught. So can I be a little more present for this and watch that? Not to try to repress the judging. You know, not to try to stop it because we generally can't just flip the switch and say, oh, I'm not going to judge anymore. 
but to notice, oh, this is how it happens. And, you know, what is it? What, how does that judgment arise? Yeah, and I found uh, footfalls, you know, the feet hitting the floor, the most easily ground, grounding effect, uh-huh. you know, where I could come off of a, a story of some, you know, come back in that cycle. Felt that's more, a great thing to notice, yeah. You know, just felt like, okay, yeah. So that's where you started mm-hmm. when you came back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Feet, feet, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, back here. I noticed that uh, sight provided by far the richest experience. My and what eyes, do you mean by that? Uh, there, there were so many details uh-huh. to uh, appreciate or judgment came up right, right away, uh, whether it was beautiful or neglected or whether I would like to grow it. And then... Uh, I made up a whole bunch of stories about what I saw, uh-huh. you know, why it was that way, what it was probably in the process of becoming. And um, another thing that I, I noticed with the feet, that the gravel in front of the building was by far the most pleasant experience. <laughs> I hate concrete. <laughs> My feet don't like concrete. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it sounds like you were noticing, um, you know, some about what was pleasant and unpleasant as well yes. in that exploration, and then you know to see um, that your mind created all these stories. Did you notice? I mean, was part of that noticing that it was just constructed in the mind? That, you know, it was just like, wow, you know, here I am thinking this is where it's been and this is where it's going. And No, I, I just made that step right now. You just I, noticed it now. as you, I uh-huh. made up stories. Yeah. While yeah. I was making up the stories, I was not really okay. and watching, that's, watching myself making up stories. And so this is, this is an important piece, too, is, yes. you know, and part of the way this group works is that when we start to talk about our experience, it's like we notice things in retrospect that we didn't notice while it was happening. And so now you've noticed that your mind tends to make up stories while it's walking. And so that information can be helpful. You know, maybe the next time you go out walking, you might be curious, when does that story-making start? How does that happen? And so the, the learning that we have in retrospect can come into the, um, to our practice in, in the, next, the next time we do that thing, that practice. But then the question come up, comes up for me, uh, what would I do with it? What do you do? Does with, that lead to judgment? Um, <laughs> well, the, the, partly it's just, for me at least, it's kind of amazement. <laughs> okay. you know, it's like... Good. Look at the mind doing this. It's like it's got opinions about everything. It create <laughs> it creates a story about everything. It's like it's it's you know, it's it knows what's going on in the world. And then seeing that, we recognize it has no clue. So it's just making this up out of whole cloth. And it's like that's that's an that's information when we're caught in the stories. We are not aware that we're making things up. 
Essentially, it's like we're in this bubble believing the world that's created by the mind. And what happens as we start to see it is we see that it is just constructed. It has no, um, no true reality. I mean, it's often connected with what's going on. I mean, you might see somebody doing something and have an opinion about why they're doing it or a sense of what they may be feeling. And so it's connected. But what you're experiencing about that through those stories is created by the mind. Mm-hmm. And the, the ability to see that, the ability to recognize, oh, the mind is doing that. The mind is creating that. Rather than believing it, buying into it, there's a huge difference between those two. And, and the, uh, the recognition that this is what the mind is doing is on the pathway towards letting go of being fooled, deceived by our own minds. So coming, coming into a real truer relationship with, with what's happening in, in our minds and in the world, basically. And so we have to, you know, be really compassionate with ourselves, really um, friendly with ourselves about seeing just how the mind works. I mean, especially in daily life practice, you know, we are not going to be able to flip the switch and say, oh, you know, I see this judgment isn't so helpful. Let me stop doing that. Or I'm making up stories. Let's, let, I'm not going to make up stories anymore. I mean, how, how, how is it's not going to work? And so what we, we need to first do is to start waking up into the fact that we're story making. And that, um, that begins to show us just how, uh, those stories create filters through which we see the world that may skew how we're seeing the world in a, in a way that's not helpful for us. So, yeah. Thanks. So we should um, move on to the next part. <clears throat>